Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, you're listening to the voice. I said, Come on now, dig me. The one and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, now I'm gonna be really honest with you this morning. I really don't know what to say. I really don't. Um, I was sitting here and I was thinking, What do I say today? I do know that I want to be encouraging uplifting and inspirational in some way to affect somebody today. Oftentimes these conversations that I have in the mornings, they're designed with me because <laughs> I, 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 I need it myself, y'all, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, who, who makes the comedian laugh, I used to say all the time. And even though what, what we talk about in the morning is not a laughing matter, it kind of like is, is who I am today. You know, I, I need motivation in my life sometimes myself. I think when I get in moments like this, I, I often res, resort back to the same thing over and over and over. And when I find myself in, in certain predicaments, I can always fall back on the same thing over and over. So while I'm sitting here trying to figure out what to say to you, the, the one thing that I did do this morning that I find to be very consistent in me is that I find myself grateful. I'm ever grateful for the things that God has done for me. I may not always know what to say, but I know how to say thank you. 
I do. I know how to remember and reflect back on where I come from. I know how to realize where all my blessings come from. I, I, I'm very, very conscious of my journey that I've been on, the, the one that was from then until now. That journey right there is is it's been it's been it's been uh it's been difficult, man. It really, really has. I I ain't gonna lie to you. Um me becoming successful was very difficult. But as hard as this is to say, I really, really mean this. I wouldn't change nothing about the trip I've been on. Number one, because I can't change anything about it. So I never live my life in regret. But the main thing is, was I discovered along the way, now, not during the process, when you're going through rough moments, you can't hardly see the good in it at the time. It's just rough for you. and It seems unexplainable, and oftentimes I thought it was unfair. But as I am now, I needed every single thing that happened to me, that happened to me, to happen to me. I hope that makes sense to you. I needed everything to happen in the exact order and the exact way that it happened in order for me to be the person that I've become. And that right there, man, is, is just very comforting to me. Bishop Jakes told me one time, he said, the closer you get to God, the more friendly you all become, the more he will reveal to you uh, the how comes and the what fors of a lot of things that's happened to you. Because a lot of times what troubles us is we just can't understand why we lost that loved one back then. We just can't understand why we didn't get what we wanted back then. We just don't understand how come our plan didn't work out and we had to fail so miserably back then. We don't understand the answers to these things. Well, the closer I've gotten to God, the more those explanations have become crystal clear to me. And see, the one thing that I came to the realization, everybody, is that the things that was happening to me, they wasn't really all bad. It really wasn't that. They, they didn't taste good when it was happening. I didn't enjoy what I was going through. But as I look back on them and reflect now, it wasn't all bad. Some of those things were so necessary for me to get the information. Because, see, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of hard-headed and stubborn. I said, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of hard-headed and stubborn. I kind of like to think that I know something about some things every now and then. And the things I am convinced about, I don't really, really care for people trying to talk me off mine. So I can be stubborn and hard-headed sometimes. God knows that about me. So I think to get some of the messages crystal clear through to me that I needed to learn, that was this process I had to go through. That process was my journey. It was my trip. It was my woe, my pain. See, everybody got them different. It don't matter what it is. Everybody got a woe. Everybody got a pain. 
Everybody got a trial. Everybody got some tribulations. Everybody got some challenges. I don't care who you are. Just quit looking at me thinking that I got it going on so tough. Man, but Steve, yeah, it's easy for you to say that, but you ain't here. You don't know where I've been. If you would stop hanging yourself up on your past, worrying about your woes and your troubles and the situation you're in, and start praying and start asking God to get you through it. See, a lot of times you messed it, you you messed the message up yourself. Because when you're going through some stuff, you ask God to remove it and take it away. That ain't the lesson you got to learn. Your lesson sometimes has got to it's got to be how to be strong, how to see it through, how to bear under it, how to carry that weight long distances for long periods of time. That's how you get strong. The lesson is is to make you stronger, but to make you stronger, you got to carry the weight. You can't get stronger, you don't go to the gym, or you don't do something at your house to lift your own body weight. See, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people can't even do push-ups. They, 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 they can't get down and in the course of a day give you 100 push-ups because they ain't, they ain't, they ain't never tried it. They, about, they get to 20 and they shake it so bad they stop. Woo! That's too much for me. Well, let me tell you something. So I learned to quit praying to take stuff away. My prayer became to give me the strength to handle it. People oftentimes ask me, how do you do all that you do in the course of the day? I don't really know. I just know I can. Because I know God don't put more on you than you can bear. So when you ask me how you do all of what you do in the course of the day, I got God. God is good. He'll get you through whatever it is you're going through. So when you're tripping and you don't know what to say, reflect and be grateful for all you reflect on. Think about God's goodness and watch what he do for you. That's the cold part, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us the day after Father's Day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. It's greatness. First of all, happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there. But to all the dads out there, the ones that's active in them mm-hmm. lives, man. Great job, man. Great job. Thank y'all so much, man. It's a daunting task. Uh, ignorance, highest level. What do they call it? No, I'm not that person yet. I don't, Reverend, uh, Deacon, Reverend uh, Motown uses words that are above the uh, scale. I don't. Ladies and gentlemen, we about to obliterate this damn radio this morning is all I got to say. Shirley Straw, Strawberry. Hey, good morning. Happy Father's Day again. <laughs> Carla Farrell. Hey, crew. Happy Monday and happy Father's Day again to you too, Steve. Kier. Junior Spates. Boy, that damn Uncle Steve Hall crazy as hell. Boy. <laughs> J. Anthony Brown. Watch out there now, Mr. Harvey, spending so much time opening my luxurious gifts. <laughs> yeah. Nephew Thomas Miles. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. In the building. Top, top to everybody. Welcome Happy back, Father's Day you. to the fathers. Believe Yeah. Me. Happy Father's Day. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little salty. A little saltiness I mean, going on it? on the mic. Why even have it? Why have it? Why even have it? <laughs> That's Excuse good, Why even have it? Why have it? They took me I out had a good one. Gave me the bill. You yeah. had a good one? You had a good one? 
Yeah, one of my partners called me and said, man, I couldn't believe it. They took me out to dinner, man, and they paid. Wow. He said, I could not believe it. He said, I paid every year. I mm. think it's my changing son paid. then. It's changing. It's nice. Fathers he are took getting me out their and respect. Paid. I took my yeah. husband out. He paid. Yeah. yeah. But it's just <laughs> money he's going to borrow out. back. So what's the big deal? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, so you paid. You, you'll be asking for that back. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I will get it over with. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Just let me pay. <laughs> but but no complaints, Steve. It was good, huh? Yeah, I couldn't complain, man. Uh, <laughs> you were ready uh, to. My work. son gave me a card that was pretty good. My oldest son. Uh-huh. Uh And what he wrote in it, man, really touched me. That was good. He Aww. said, Dad, make sure you read this card. Nice. And, uh, he laid me out. Every, everybody, everybody gave me something. DJ oh, came over. My grandson. Mm-hmm. He came over. Uh, all he wanted to do is see you take it from him. Then he walks away. <laughs> gave me a card and uh, some cologne. Uh, Lori yeah. gave me uh, a cologne that she had made with a special name on it. Something she always. Uh, hear me call stuff, so she gave it to me. Uh huh. That the was name thoughtful. of the cologne is uh, Pimp Sugar Honey Iced Tea. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How appropriate. Which Gone are the socks out. and underwear days yeah. for you and yeah, I. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's printed on the bottle, too. Pimp <laughs> Sugar Honey Iced Tea. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk a little more maybe about Father's Day. And uh, we're going to do Ask the CLO as well right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, you were saying when we went to break that uh, Lori gave you some cologne that said what now? Pimp what? It's called Pimp Sugar Honey Iced Tea. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's on the bottle. Really? I knew she had it done. It's going with her new line that's coming out. Uh-huh. She made it exclusively for me, so that was nice. All the kids did really wow. good. My son's card meant a lot to me. Oh. And, uh, you know, everybody uh, laid me out. Uh, my adopted kids, Ellie and Courtney, gave me a Earth, Wind, and Fire ballads album and uh, record player. Nice. Wow. Wow. A record Very player. Very thoughtful wow. gift. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Marjorie. Oof. Wish she could talk about this song. Let's go with CLO. Okay. You can't put we'll, this on there. <laughs> we'll go on Talk with about the, the CLA, hate. though. CLO. All right, here we go. This one is from Dina in Roanoke, Virginia. She says, my husband and I own a corner store, and I let my husband do the day-to-day operations. He recently hired a girl that is pregnant, and she's disrespectful to me and the store manager. I told my husband she's bad for business, but he told me to stay out of it because she's a little rough around the edges, and he's trying to give her a chance. The store manager suggested I watch her and my husband, and I don't have time to monitor his daily movements, so should I demand he fire this girl? Please advise. Come on, CLO, Chief Love Officer. Well, I don't don't know the particulars. Maybe he's trying to give somebody a chance. I don't know who this store woman is to say is maybe you should watch her and your husband. Mm -hmm. I don't know why he would say that. Uh Uh, I don't really know what's going on. Uh, But as long as your business isn't suffering, I think you have to look at how the numbers at the store were before she started. 
versus the numbers how the store are after she started. If it's not hurting business, uh, but if she's rude to you, yeah, I'm not. That can't. I'm not paying you, and you rude to me. No, and and, and, and you and you're the wife. Yeah, how fine you think she is? This lady that's working. Uh, not if she rude, she much. really fine. If she rude, she <laughs> I'm telling. Well, uh, the store, uh, the lady would have said that she's really attractive. <laughs> the lady would have said that. It's oh, yeah. almost like implying, watch her and your husband, like, you know. I know. The girl is so, rude to the wife. Yeah. Right. See, I don't want to get into that. I know. Because I don't know why the store manager would say that. Say you need that, to watch yeah. her and him. Yo, man, because store manager, you try not to have your job too much. <laughs> Because you start that fire at my house, I promise you, you go. You gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the moment I find out, that's what you said. Whew. Well, the other girl seems like she's the one that needs to be fired, though, CLO, right? Yeah, I, I got you pregnant. You you got to carry this mess somewhere else. Well, you, you're not going to disrespect the wife, <laughs> is what right. I'm saying. At all. Okay. All right, moving on. Janelle in Evanston, Illinois says, last year I met a man and we had a one-night stand after drinking a lot of tequila. I ran into the guy recently at a gathering, and he told everyone in my friend's group about that night we spent together, and it got back to the guy who was dating at the time. I admitted it, and he called me loose and easy. I was so hurt, and I stopped dating him. He apologized a million times and wants a second chance. Does he deserve a second chance, and do you think he'll ever use this against me again? Well, I don't know, but it could crop up. But mm-hmm. you remember the night that you was loose and easy? Remember that? <laughs> After all that, you ain't had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the stank dude that you was with told everybody at the gathering. Yeah. I don't know what your anger is with the dude that went wild. So you loose and easy because he'd have told everybody. And it was a one night stand. And that's the thing about when we make mistakes, we have, we have to suffer the consequences. And now you have a reputation at the party. And I got news for you. It's not just the guy you was dating that think you loose and easy. He told everybody at the gathering. Mm. The other guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but he's foul. Very. And, yeah, you know, you ran up into him. So, you know, I, I think he's the foul guy in this. I mean, the guy just had a natural reaction and then he wanted to stop seeing you. But now he wants to come back because of two reasons. He either misses you or he liked the loose and easy. Well, she mm. dumped him. She <laughs> stopped dating him, mm. remember? <laughs> well, she stopped dating him because he bought it up. Mm-hmm. But he's apologized. Yeah, millions. And, uh, you know. So, does he deserve a second chance, you think? I mean, I don't, you know, if he was a good guy, you know, look, he what did he do wrong? He just bought it up. It was a fact, though. You was loose and easy. It was one night. That's what happened. You know, he didn't say you was a scallywag and a winch and all this here. Stanky stank. He just said you was loose and easy. Wow. You were. And you were. So I don't think you should punish this guy for it, you know, but you got it. It was hard. He said you loose and easy. That ain't harsh. Great night, bro. Hell of a night. Good God. That's harsh. It had to be a good night if he told everybody. It had to it was be a good night. <laughs> you don't tell it. He's running his mouth. Thank you. The harsh, I think, ladies, that the harsh was that stank dude. Yeah, he that was low stank. Life. 
that you had the one that, cause what he tell it for? Yeah. I mean, damn dog, you ain't got to do that. That's foul on his part. That's why I think the foul Mm -hmm. happened was him. Because he didn't have to be trifling. Sometimes you just want to share, though, Steve. Sometimes you just... No, but see... Oh, oh, wait, oh, oh, wait. How old did she say she was? Huh? How old did she say she was? She didn't say. Yeah, She see. didn't say. But she's old enough to drink tequila. <laughs> Thank you, CLO. Uh, coming up next, Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some tell me something good news about the Harvey Foundation, the virtual mentoring camp. And then we'll tell you about some black girl magic news from the track and field world. Also, we'll talk about uh, these stories at the top of the hour. So stay tuned. But right now, it is Monday. Time for Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. We. We gavel ostentatiously <laughs> on this by glorious pontificacy <laughs> of a, Such a aptitude of people. Mm, we glorify, speed. magnify, on and omnipotify. Mm, right there. Omnip- oh, that is within our grasp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I whip it. As we new way, nuance our way oh. through the repertoire <laughs> of our mere existence. <laughs> we began this day with one uh, preclusion after another. As we venture into the minds of the diabolical. Come on now. Peoples Ooh, at this here church. Boy, that boy can. God, that boy I know. It. Uh, come on, Deacon, with the uh, atrocities. <laughs> I likes that one. That, 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 that's real right there. With the atrocities of the congregation. Yes, sir. Uh, Pastor, the members are trying to raise money to get the church back in good financial standing. So we are having a. Uh, sidewalk sale on Saturday. Now, they have several things that they want to sell, but of course, we need your approval. Now, uh, Sister K-Baby wants to sell her creation <laughs> heavenly see-through halter tops, but there's nothing heavenly about that, Pastor. Heavenly see-through halter tops. Yo, call if you want to give K- K-Baby the right to sell the halter top. We've uh, been working with Sister K-Baby ever since we got a out of the pink pony and we are going to allow her to sell these heavenly I've seen them mm. I haven't seen them what do they oh, they oh oh glory is what they should be called where did you see them at where did you see them uh, they had a fitting they came to the mm-hmm. uh, pastor study and had a really mini fashion show to show me how heavenly they were and I had to agree with us uh, Sister K baby <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> so, they, wait a minute. Let's back up. Who, who all was at the fitting, Pastor, that you saw this? K-Baby. Uh, who else? Foxy T. <laughs> Better come on. Mm, better come on. And 
All yours is all of mine. Oh, man. <laughs> Good kind of That's the All name. right, so I guess to give K-Baby the right to sell the uh, yeah. uh, heavenly yeah. see-through halter tops. All right, yes, that's on the yes, list. Now, mo- moving on, we have a, a prowling here. K-Baby, and I'm thinking of you. <laughs> K-Baby, and I'm thinking of you. K-Baby, <laughs> and I'm thinking of you. Close your Ah, that was a theme song that they did the show with it. Okay. K Baby doing top level hustling. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving along, Pastor. Got now, to this is give your... the people, <laughs> give people what they want. Give them what they want. Come on, K Baby. Uh, the UFC uh, granny fight will be one of the main attractions mm-hmm. at the sidewalk sale. Sister Moselle Davis and Sister Glenda Rogers will be fighting. Those tickets are $40, but the church will make 15 of that. That's your call uh, off yeah. each ticket. $40. We're going to make 15 Absolutely. off of each ticket. I'll put 200 on Sister Moselle myself. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moselle will whoop in there. <laughs> I figured as much. I had to There's a song was- for that, too. I can see clearly now Seriously. the pain is gone. Yeah. Oh, Lord. All right. Uh, this is your call again. Uh, Pastor, would you be against Brother Xavier selling uh, fried chicken with weed in it? Uh, now, this could work because they're going to have to buy more chicken because they're going to be more hungry. I now, you get a portion of the money. I've approved Sir. that already. <laughs> you didn't even get them finished, Deacon. <laughs> that, that's the most hellified idea I've heard for me. <laughs> fried weed. Fried weed chicken is what Put it is. Put weed in chicken, making people want more chicken, oh, selling God. more chicken, raising more money. <laughs> the church say amen. 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 All right, now also out there on, on the sidewalk sale, your ex running buddy, uh, Sweet Daddy Douglas, he wants <laughs> to sell gold nugget oh, rings outside deep. the sanctuary. He will donate two percent of the charity of your choosing. <clears throat> but it's uh, if that's all right with you, pal, it's up to you. He, want, he no, wants to sell no, gold, me, but he me, no, I talk Sweet Daddy about this. <laughs> it's fifty fifty. Me and me and Sweet Daddy going fifty fifty. Fifty going to the jackpot. Just to the jackpot, Deacon, not to the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. Well, that's the church. The money is for the church to get back into good financial standards. What are you talking about? Well, I thought the Nugget Rings was exempt from this hill. Well, the Nugget Rings, the main thing he's asking you is can you make sure the police ain't there? Now, I don't know what that is about, that he don't, sweet daddy don't want the police around. And we have to have some kind of... You know, we ain't had police at our church in years. Mm. Mm. But he he well, just he just wants to make sure he does he have a record? I I don't know much about Sweet Daddy Douglas. Sweet Daddy has everything. Yes. 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 That's Sweet why they Daddy. call him Sweet Daddy. Sweet Daddy. <laughs> but we don't have to worry about the police because uh K Baby got a sideline hustle for them too. <laughs> K baby talk all the K-Baby. time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, that, that dog on K baby. You think T.I. got a grand hustle? <laughs> K baby in here out hustling everybody. <laughs> K baby. Last but not least, I want to tell you directly, Pastor, that I'm uh, 
thinking about leaving the deacon uh, area and moving on into ministering. So uh, I wow. think it's time for us. Oh. I think it's time for a new pastor at this church. So I. Oh, oh. Well, well, you had the first half right. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm. Right. You can lead a deaconship if you want. Just like that? You uh -huh. can go get into pastoring uh -huh. if you want. Mm -hmm. There ain't no right. openings over here. Well, that depends on if the church now if the church votes and and want me as they pastor. Ooh, then look at you the might. time. What, what well, vote are you won't... referring to? Be You're going to be my deacon is what I'm really saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, see, you must not know how this goes. We got to go. There ain't got nothing to do with it. We don't vote at this church. This is what they call a dictatorship. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Tell Me Something Good. Here's some good news. Uh, yesterday was Father's Day, of course. And Steve, 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 how busy was your weekend? You hosted young men ages 13 to 18 at the Harvey Foundation Virtual Mentoring Camp. It was special guest Jeezy. Uh, you had a panel discussion called Pass the Pain with Tracy Martin, father of Trayvon Martin, Aubrey Wright, father of Dante Wright, and Michael Brown Sr., father of Michael Brown. How was it, Steve? Uh, first of all, let me thank the three fathers for coming on to sharing, sharing their experience of how to get past the pain. It was very open and honest conversation. Uh, uh, we had 37,000 young men joining the Mitchell weekend this weekend. 37,000. Uh -huh. Congratulations, Steve. Uh, yeah. was yeah. And so was, we touched a lot of boys' lives virtually. Now, uh, the the getting past the pain was one of probably the most effective. Uh, I've done a lot of great speeches with panelists and boys, but I really appreciated the fathers of the slain brothers, slain young men, because a lot of our young men have a lot of anger with the police, and they had a lot of questions of why they kill us, and and, and, and they had a lot of questions about moving past pain, because... A lot of these boys are dealing with the absence of their father, which is like a death to them. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are having issues because they, they've lost loved ones themselves and they needed real answers. And uh, Tracy Martin and uh, Michael Brown Sr. and uh, 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 Brother Dwight Albee were very, very insightful. I think the most important piece of it was uh, uh, Devontae's, Aubrey's father, yeah, he admitted mm -hmm. that he wasn't with none of this. That cause he they can't even get uh, an indictment brought down on the police that killed his son. But then Trayvon Martin's father had to admit to him that he said, "Look, we didn't get no justice either." George Zimmerman walked, and Michael Brown, uh, they was no indictment was brought mm -hmm. against this man that killed his son. So I had some really really honest conversations with the three. Brothers, man, we opened up and talk, we talked about a lot about this country, about the racism in it. We talked about what young men could do to protect themselves. And Tracy Martin uh, most did the most elegant thing I've ever seen about complying with the police, but then also admitting at the same time that even in complying with, comp with, with the police, sometimes even that don't work. So the open conversation that we had 
was really, really, uh, really, really tough, man. It was tough. It was some, it was some tears on them on them cameras, man, with them boys. And so I want I want to thank everybody that joined us for that, man. Very, very telling. I want to thank Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft uh, came along and provided all these boys with computers. Microsoft have come in Beautiful. with over a uh, hundred thousand items for the boys. They also got uh, with us Shay from Microsoft and donated $10,000 to each one of the foundations for the slain boys, uh, Michael Brown Sr. and uh, Tracy Martin. So it was just really uh, a compelling day. And I want to thank all of the fathers, uh, Jeezy and all the other men who sacrificed their Father's Day weekend to become father figures to the over 37,000 boys this week. Yeah. Yeah. Great so event. Nice. Do you know that our mentoring program during COVID reached over 6 million boys during Ooh, COVID? Wow. Doing God's Man. work. Go wow. ahead, Steve. Yeah. All right. Well, nice. uh, as we move on and uh, switch gears, Steve, it's time now for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Good morning and good Monday morning. Well, the weather's a big story today. Tropical depression Claudette being blamed for at least 12 deaths across eastern southern states with 10 people killed in a pileup on a badly flooded road in Alabama, Alabama, right outside Mobile. And before it begins to look like it's going to move out to sea, Claudette is still sparking tremendous floods this morning in the Carolinas, north and south. Meanwhile, in the southwest, intense heat is contributing to a wildfire about 100 miles north of Phoenix. A court has appointed an attorney to represent George Floyd's convicted murderer, Derek Chauvin, because Chauvin says he's financially unable to defend himself in his upcoming federal civil rights case related to Mr. Floyd's murder. According to the law, legal representation must be furnished for any person without the money necessary to obtain adequate counseling and the investigative and other experts needed to mount an adequate defense. Now, the judge didn't name a legal aid attorney. He named a private attorney for Chauvin. Up till now, uh, Derek Chauvin's legal fees were paid by a police union-affiliated fund. Chicago's public health commissioner says racism should be considered an official health hazard and that the ways that it affects especially black people should be officially charted. People will be able to talk about neighborhood level indicators like rates of chronic disease or food insecurity in the same way that we've come to talk about COVID case rates. Because they all matter. Dr. Allison Arwadi says the evidence clearly shows that racism in housing and education and health care are directly responsible for the shorter lifespans of African-Americans. While many in this country celebrated Juneteenth this past weekend, something not reported was the fact that there was also, you know, a Southern Underground Railroad going the other way, which allowed enslaved blacks the opportunity to escape to Mexico. In fact, according to a report in National Geographic, a village in northern Mexico celebrates Juneteenth every year. They call it the Dia de los Negros, Day of the Blacks. For 150 years, they've been doing it. Nacimiento is the town. It's located at the base of the Sierra Madre. And descendants of black Seminoles migrated there to escape the racist brutality they suffered under the whites, especially in Texas, where the government had actually sent them to protect the whites. And Juneteenth is celebrated by folks eating black Seminole foods every year and dancing to uh, Norteña music. And they're called Mascogos, that group of people, Mascogos. Finally. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, summertime, yes, it summertime. Is. Some, some, some. Today's the first day of summer. Enjoy. It's going to be hot. Okay, now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, introduce us. <laughs> Let's go. You hired him. He's here. 
Look Ladies and gentlemen, mind. without further ado, the demented, <laughs> twisted mind <laughs> of J. Anthony Brown. First of all, let me thank everybody who came out to the Hog Pen last night, Bikers Club in Raleigh, North Carolina. We had a great time. They made me an honorary Hog Pen. I had to do 10 push ups. I did three, but I'm in <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow. And I did something with my vest a lot of Hog Pendles can't do. I zipped mine up. But anyway, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and walk back. This song is dedicated to dads who don't get a lot of love. I ain't the one. Hit it. No, I'm not really good at that, Jay. I ain't gonna tell you. The <laughs> they put a cartoon on my IG page where they left little Noah with me one time mm-hmm. out by the pool. When they came back, he was in the pool. The worst <laughs> babysitter ever. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm with good you. to I know, cannot Steve. Do it. Yeah, they don't even ask can't me no more. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. Don't even ask me. All right, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour. Uh, We're going to talk about Juneteenth right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we all know Juneteenth was this past Saturday, and uh, it is now an official federal holiday. There were celebrations all over the country, especially in Galveston, Texas. However, Steve Harvey Nation, this is for you. It is time to stay woke. Uh, Today we have work to do. You know that. Democratic leader Stacey Abrams has declared this summer hot call summer. Okay? Hot call summer. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Why? Call your senators today. They need to hear from you. Call them every day in the month of June and let them know they should support for the people 
Act, okay? The For the People Act would institute automatic voter registration, modernize voter registration systems, expand early voting requirements, also universal access to vote by mail, restore the right for people with felony convictions. So please call your senators today. They need to hear from you. Call them every single day in the month of June and let them know they should support the For the People Act, okay? 1-888-453-3211. I said 1-888-453-3211. That is the number. Voting rights are being threatened across the country, and we know this. But we got Juneteenth. But voting rights are being threatened across <laughs> the country. Okay. And what's the name of the bill that we're trying to pass again, Shirley? For the People Act. For the People Act. It's the For the People Act. Mm-hmm. See, y'all, listen, I'm okay with them giving Juneteenth as a holiday, a national holiday. That's fine. We got it. Yeah, they But don't give us something while you uh, blatantly in our face deny us what we asked you for. Mm-hmm. We asked you to be treated equal. Right. We asked you to be given the same rights as we've supposed to already have. Yeah. We've asked you, and, and the fact that we have to ask you for this is, 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 is out of balance anyway. But for these senators to be set up and be actively trying to veto and not pass the For the People Act mm-hmm. is a slap in the face at not just democracy, but decency. So now I'm not, I don't, I, I appreciate the uh, Juneteenth, Juneteenth thing. I don't really. It. Uh, now, that 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 don't matter to me. You know, you can put that up there with Columbus Day. What? 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 What is that? Uh, but what you what you cannot do is is act like this racist attack on our liberties and our freedoms and our inalienable rights and the denial of us of any participation in this Constitution is ain't ain't nobody sleep on that. Now, Stacey Abrams is a front-runner for us. Now, if you remember, uh, she barely got by Governor Kemp last time. Am I correct? The gubernatorial race, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the next time... I mean, they cheated. But but the next time, Kemp, uh, she's going to win. And you will not be here. Yeah, if she decides decides to run. run. Mm -hmm. Uh, But whoever we put up against you, we are going to register record numbers (laughs) again. Whoever, it it, it don't matter. It don't matter because we've seen the power of the vote actually work. And now that you've awakened the sleeping giant, you're not going to put us back to sleep. And I want to thank all of the athletes that are involved, all of the young uh, social media influencers involved. I thank the strippers for releasing a video to help voters. Yeah. I mean, yes. we active. Encouragement. Voter we yes. active. Yes. I want to thank uh-huh. that young everybody rapper, uh, Yellowtail. All, everybody that got involved, man, these Educated. young people are serious mm-hmm. about this, and they're smart to this, too. And this is the smartest young generation that's come along in a while. And so uh, we are paying so attention. The number is 888-853-3211. And we're going to be pushing this number all through the month of June, and we are going to make a difference. And if you don't vote for it, the next time you up for the Senate race, we're going to make sure you're gone. 
out of there. Are you going to win in the red states, but the rest of y'all out? (laughs) Coming up next, fresh off vacation, it is the nephew with the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my best friend's wife is too much. Okay, (laughs) too much. We'll get into it. Wait till you hear this letter. We'll get into it a little later. But right now, the nephew is back. He was on vacation last week. Junior was in for him, but the nephew is here today with the prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Workers comp. Workers comp. Yeah, yeah. Sounds Sounds harmless. Check it out. Let's go, cat. Yeah, hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Vincent, please. Uh, Who's calling? My name is uh, Ed, Ed from the uh, Human Resources. Oh, yeah, 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 that's me. What's up? What's up? Well, Vincent wanted to, first of all, uh, check on you. We know you got injured here at the job. How are you doing so far? Yeah, man, I'm... I'm making it, man. You know, everything's cool. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how long. The, the therapy's going pretty good, though, but I, I'm all right. I'm all okay, right. Okay, ther- therapy's going pretty well? Yeah, it's. they say I'm doing all right. Uh, the pain level is about maybe a six still, but it's getting better, though. Okay. Listen, uh, have you been getting your, your check on time? Yeah, I've been getting it, man, and I appreciate it because it really helps, man, because, you know, uh, I ain't able to work right now. They said it's going to be a little while, so I, I appreciate that. Y'all the one that's sending the check? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We oh, all the yeah. ones getting the checks out and want to make sure that that's definitely getting there. So you're, yeah, you're good yeah, on that, it's, huh? it's good. It's all good, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, let me, let me ask you this. Thank we, we've, for got prob- we've got a bit of a problem that we wanted to check on. Now, you haven't been doing any, any strenuous uh uh, no, 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 no. I ain't been, I ain't, I ain't been working at all, man. I just, you know, I just been taking it easy. I can't do nothing really right now, and they told me okay. not to do nothing. All right. Now you do know the rules are that you're not supposed to do anything to to, to jeopardize your back, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm straight. I'm straight. I ain't yeah. been doing nothing, man. Okay. Well, let me let me say this to you. We do have some um, surveillance cameras that are showing us that you've you've been doing some strenuous work. I, I ain't even been going nowhere. Talking about surveillance cameras, I, I don't even hardly go nowhere. Well, you know. the, 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 the strenuous work that you're doing is actually at home. We're at home. I'll be inside. I don't. I don't do nothing outside. I don't. I don't even barbecue, man. What you What you talking about? Strenuous work. Okay. Have, have you, uh, Vincent? Have you Have you been having Have you been having sex at home? What, what kind of question? Who, who is this? Is this the supervisor or something? What kind of? Let me talk to the supervisor. That ain't know your no, damn no, business. Sir, I'm, 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 with, I'm with Human Resources. I don't give a I, about the, man. Excuse me, dog, but I don't mean disrespect you. That because you paying me, you know, looking out for me. And I mean, you can call me and and, and just say any kind of like that, man. About have you well, been having sex? What kind of question? Are you are you having sex at home? Say that ain't none of your business, dog. Have have I been having sex or not? Okay. Any way. What kind well, of man? Sir, let me talk. Who your supervisor, man? Sir, I'm the supervisor here at Human you, Resources. You, it's well, been brought to my attention, and we actually have you on surveillance. You've been you've been having sex. Now, if, only if way you can. Only, I know there not be no cameras in my house. I know that much. And, and who authorized some like that anyhow? Surveillance sir, of me. You're not supposed to be having sex if your back is hurting. Okay. Man, 
you, you, you have a man. You, be, you better not have no damn camera in my house. What you talking about? Uh, 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 you been surveilling me having sex? That's a damn lie. Uh, uh, you, uh, sir, sir. What's your you name? What, 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 what's your name, man? I'm Ed, sir. My name is Ed. Ed, Ed who? Ed. Because I'm, Ed. I'm I, look. I'm trying to be nice, but you pissing me off, Ed. This is you. Ed, who? Sir, sir, sir. Here it is. Ed, if who? If we find out, I'm gonna. I'm giving you a warning. No, if Ed. I, I don't need no. I'm giving you a warning. You let me find the damn camera in my house telling me I can't have no sex. And all you that not have sex if you're that is strenuous work and you're Ed. putting it on your back and we're paying you. We're paying you damn about what you're paying back. me or what you ain't paying me. You gonna call my damn phone, tell me something about you got a surveillance camera in my house? That's some Ed. Okay, well, look, sir, sir, Vincent, let me say this to you. No, no more sex. Wanna, you, you, don't need, you don't need to say nothing to me but but your last name and then your supervisor name. That was my you need my to name is Ed, okay, and you don't need to worry who the supervisor is. You need to make sure that there's no more sex going on until your back is healed. Look, you don't have me to cuss your out and hang up on your man. I don't have time for this, man. Because y'all, that's what y'all do because y'all doing for people, y'all think y'all can do illegal and talk to people crazy, man, when y'all helping them. I don't appreciate that at all, man. This is, I don't know who y'all think y'all is down there. Y'all do something for the, y'all can just call them and say anything. That man, I don't like that. And I ain't trying to be disrespectful, but you got me heated right now, man. But then okay. it better not be no cameras in my house. Do you understand that? I'm going to tell you once and one time only. No more sex whatsoever, okay? But what you talking about? I'm sorry, man. Because I tell you one damn thing. You think you're giving up some money? Now I'm gonna sue y'all if I catch a camera up in up in my up in my house, and you ain't gonna have to uh, never pay uh, uh pay pay me uh, no more. You are gonna pay me one big check, but I'm suing the out of y'all. Then you understand that? I, I I understand. I need I need you to understand one more thing. Are you listening to me, man? You go ahead, man. I'm, I, y'all got me easy, man. And, then, and okay. after this, here, don't even call me no more. I'm okay. telling you, because this is ridiculous. Okay. Are you familiar with uh, Leonard? Man, familiar with what? Leonard. Do you know Leonard, your co-worker Leonard? Yeah, what about him? <laughs> Leonard got me to prank phone call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Filthless, buddy, you been pranked. Man, get the <laughs> out of here. Man, y'all about to have me to... Ooh, Lord, talk about my check and shit, man. No, man, what's up, man? This is... <laughs> Y'all had me going out, man. Y'all had me heated. Man, I'm going well, to kick his... Let me call that... Is he on the phone? No, he, he ain't on the phone, man. Ooh, I'm sweating like a... Oh, so I'm still, so I'm still getting my damn check then. That's what that means. Y'all had me heated, boy. I thought y'all going to take my... What's up, man? Nice to hear from y'all, man. Yeah, y'all got me, though, man. Y'all got me. I got one more question, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Of course, no doubt, man. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Always will be, especially uh, y'all done got me like this here. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Vincent. Ed. Way <laughs> too much work, Mr. He's like, y'all surveillancing me. <laughs> <laughs> you better not be surveillancing me, man. Okay. But man, man, that sex he's having. <clears throat> sex he's having is showing ain't nothing wrong with his back. So that's why he's really scared. So. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know you're doing some stuff you ain't supposed to be doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
Okay. If you're having sex, that means you're putting your back into it. Hello. Wow. <laughs> June 25th, 26th, 27th. June 25th, 26th, 27th. The nephew coming to the improv. That's in Tampa, Florida, baby. That's this weekend. They sold out, baby. Yeah, I'm going to add one. I just don't know which day, so y'all just stand by. It's coming, all right? Lay it in the cut. July 16th, 17th, and 18th. I will be in Virginia Beach at the Funny Bone. That's July 16th, 17th, 18th. The nephew coming to town. Funny Bone. Virginia Beach. Get ready, get ready. Tickets on sale. Red now. If not, if you're not in those cities, catch me Friday night, man. I'm on the OWN Network. Hello. Yes. <laughs> it's a show called Ready to Love. I'm your host. I'm your Cupid. I am your love coach guiding you through this journey trying to find a relationship. That's right. Ready to love. Nine Eastern, eight Central only on OWN. Never. All right. We know who mm-hmm. is ready to love on that show. Amber. <laughs> Yeah. Good dude, though. Chris is a good guy. He really is a good guy. Still my favorite. Him and Jason. Him and Jason. Still my favorite. Mm. Now, was Joel y'all's favorite at the beginning? Didn't y'all like Joel? I did. I did. Because New Orleans. Yeah. At the beginning. I like Joel, baby. Baby. Baby, though. Baby, though. Baby, though. Yes, All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up, Strawberry Letter. Subject, my best friend's wife is too much. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter, you hear that, live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up, hold on tight, we got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my best friend's wife is too much. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 27-year-old man and I have a best friend. And we've been super tight for years. We've been through all the good and bad girlfriends together. And now that he's married, I want to tell him so bad that his wife is too much. She's too much of everything. She's tall, thick, wears big hair, big lashes, and her nails and toenails are very long. She's what we used to call soulful and would only fool around with them, but uh, would never make them our number one girl, okay? This woman put put that thing on him, and he's gone. He talks about her nonstop and doesn't like to be away from her for long. He invited me over last Sunday for steaks on the grill, and when I got there, he was still at the store, so I sat and talked to his wife. We had a friendly conversation at first, and then she started tearing up, and went into a story about how my best friend isn't pleasing her and she needs a real man to take care of her needs. I was thrown for a loop, but tried to comfort her. She got closer to me and whispered that she heard I'm blessed. Then Mm. she looked at my midsection and winked. I pushed her away and she sprung right back on me and grabbed my midsection and got a nice handful. God! Because I had on jogging pants. She asked if she could see it. And when I said no, she tried to take it out of my pants herself. 
I struggled with her for a minute, and then we heard my best friend pull up. I ran into the bathroom because during the struggle, I became aroused. The rest of the day at his house was stressful. I know if I tell my best friend any of this, it could end our friendship. Should I tell her how foul she is or avoid them both? Whoa. Uh, I was not Whoa. expecting any of this. This letter took a turn, didn't it? Uh, you're right. She's she's too much. She's way too much. And this is a dangerous position you're in because any wrong moves on your part could totally end your friendship, and that's what you don't want. So I say this to you. Say nothing to him about his ridiculous wife and, and just stay away from them. If they invite you over again, and I'm sure they will, uh, make excuses. Don't go, ever. Don't ever go back over there. His wife is too crazy. She's out of control. She sounds like the kind of person who will lie on you and, um, you know, say that you came on to her when it was her trifling ratchet behind all the time. So, again, stay away from them as a couple for sure and never, ever be alone with her again. She has no morals. To do that to you like it was nothing and she's willing to risk it all for some... Well, you get the picture. If she's that loose with you, she's bound to try it with someone else uh, who she heard, you know, is blessed. And hopefully she'll get caught, you know, and then she'll lose her husband, which is a good man, uh, according to you. So again, just stay away, stay quiet. Your friend won't believe you anyway if you tell him. He's so sprung. Uh, she'll get what's coming to her eventually, and it probably, I'm sure it won't be a moment a moment too soon. Steve? Well, we got a problem here, homie. <laughs> Sorry you're going through this, but uh, <laughs> and it, this ain't good, man. This is going to end up badly for everybody in this letter, including you. So here's, let, let me just walk you through what happened to you, though, so you understand. You said y'all real tight, you and your boy, y'all been through a lot. You had some good and bad girlfriends together, and now he's married. And now you want to tell him about his wife. You can't. She tall, thick, wear big hair, got big lashes, long nails, and toenails are very long. I don't know where, when this started being a fad. Toenails? I've been out the game for a long time, so I don't know when they started doing the long toenails. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe she's just into open-toe shoes. or You know, I'm not really into claw-type feet. That would throw me off. Long toenails. I, I do like them painted, but not long. Um, she's what we used to call soulful. And you fool around with them, but y'all don't make them your number one. Well, now here's the problem. This woman put that thing on him and he gone. Well, that's it. We can stop writing this letter. <laughs> See, your partner whipped. Ain't nothing we can do about that. We can't help you. And because you, your description of her, it, it done got him. He talks about her nonstop and don't like to be away from her for long. So he asked you to come over for steaks on the grill. You got there. He wasn't home. Well, so much for he don't like to be alone. See, a lot of men say stuff about their marriage that ain't really true. Oh. If he don't like being alone, why is his ass at the stove? <laughs> you know, they could have went to the stove together. Yeah. But he needed a break. All this long hair, big hair, nails, all this here. 
He lying. He went to the store. He probably sitting in the parking lot at the store right now just breathing heavy. <laughs> just trying to catch a breath. Because he's been at the house with this heifer all this time. He wants you to think he got something real because he done made a mistake. So y'all sitting there and he wasn't at home. Y'all having a friendly conversation. Now, big girl start tearing up. Start talking about how your best friend ain't pleasing her. She need a real man to take care of her needs. All right, hold that thought, Steve. Hold that thought. Well, in part two, Steve's response at 23 minutes after the hour. Strawberry letter subject for today, my best friend's wife is too much. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, my best friend's wife is too much. All right, we're talking about this uh, young couple. And uh, 27, they've been homies for a long time. Went through, used to run girls together and everything. And they used to have this type of girl, soulful. Big, tall, thick, big hair, big lashes, long nails. But this one got long toenails. This is probably the whole difference maker right here. And so now uh, he didn't marry this girl. He 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 talk about her constantly and don't like being away from her. Well, he he do like being away from her because when you got over there Sunday, he was at the store. God. He was he was down at the store just sitting in the parking lot, just getting a break. Uh, y'all started having a friendly conversation. She started tearing up and told you how her friend ain't pleasing her. She need a real man. Now here what a letter turned. I was thrown for a loop, but I tried to comfort her. You can't pat. Them types of people on the back. You can't do that. Once you touch her back, that signals to her and them toes time to make a move. <laughs> the toes, too? It's, the, it's toes. these toenails that's throwing this whole thing. I know it is. And uh, you tried to comfort her, so you patted her on the back. She got closer and then whispered that she heard I'm blessed. Now, where she hear this at? She heard that from your best friend. That's probably why. Then she looked at your midsection and winked. You pushed her away. Now, you know why you had to push her away? Because you was comforting her. Patting her on the back. That's what happened. And then she grabbed your midsection and she got a handful because you had on jogging pants. She asked me if she could see it. I said, no, she tried to take it out my pants herself. Y'all, y'all too close, though. Y'all way too close. You over your friend's house way too close. See, when your friend ain't home, you're supposed to stay outside by the grill, supposed to be on the porch somewhere. Yep. Yep. You're supposed to be turning the meat or moving the ice around in the cooler. You all in there patting her on the back, comforting her. You can't comfort a woman that's got long-ass toenails. I'm telling you, this is the whole thing. See a woman with real long toenails and hang out over the shoe? Pull her along on the sidewalk when she walking. Uh-uh, yeah. not pull her along. <laughs> yeah, you got to be good. So I struggled with her for a minute. Now, she big, tall, thick, big hair, big ass. It's hard. You're struggling. Then you heard your friend pull up. You ran to the bathroom because during the struggle, you got a little uh, aroused. That's because you're 27. It don't take much. She touched me. Even if you don't want them, if they touch you, your ass is lit. Oh, that's it? Seriously? Yeah. The rest mm-hmm. of the day, yeah, you 27. It don't take much. Thoughts. 
touching is one. Thoughts get you there. She uh-huh. touched. Rest of the day at his house was stressful. I know if I tell my best friend any of this, it could end our friendship. Should I tell how foul she is or avoid them both? All right, here's the deal. You have to avoid them. You have to. You cannot tell it. He is going to find out. And she going to go somewhere else. You turned her down. But she going to make a move somewhere else. So that's really it. You're in a precarious position. Don't go over there no more. Ain't no more grilling at his house. <laughs> Ain't no more grilling at his house. Put a stop to all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you, all them days is over right there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some friendships is for a season. And you and your friend, you know, I got some friends that I was friends with in the 20s, but we we ain't make the cut. You can't say nothing about his wife. He ain't going to take it right because he sprung. And just let it go and just be there. Don't ever tell him about the incident, even when their relationship is over. Just let it go. That's all I got for you, man. You're a young dude. I know this is new for you. Every man in here has been in this situation where one of their friends' girls got a little crazy. I've been really? very fortunate in my life and that none of my partners have, have been involved with uh, people like this. But it happens often. Mm-hmm. Often. And y'all young. Stay away from her. Run. Please. And now, Run. let this be a lesson from you. Stop fooling with them soulful girls because one of y'all going to get too close and they latch on. You're going to get whipped just like he is. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you be the married one. So what is the moral of this story? Yeah, what, what did we learn today? Steve? Stay away from long-ass toenails. <laughs> <laughs> learn That's something new every day. Every day. You have got to stay away from long-ass toenails. Oh, I know his best friend is cut up. <laughs> Mm. <sighs> all right. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's Steve. all I got for you. I really can't go no deeper than that. It's yeah. just, it's nowhere no, we can good. go with yeah, this. You know. Jay. Really long toenails run. That's have all you, you ever... got to do when you see long toenails run. <laughs> now we got to have you ever been with someone with not long toenails? I, the first time I ever saw that was in L.A. What, long, long toenails? Long toenails. Oh, yeah. I don't understand it. They have them in Atlanta. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. seen Pick a tree and chop right. it in hand. Well, listen, post a your person comments. that needs to put on all that extra stuff is lacking in a lot of departments. Who needs long toenails? <laughs> post your comments on today's <laughs> Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it's Junior with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Well, Shirley, some people went home. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, people went home. <laughs> gone fishing, nah, Junior. Nah, nah, gone? nah, nah. <laughs> what, do they want it or not? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. You got to say, yeah. say bye-bye to the Philadelphia 76ers, Atlanta, going to the Eastern Conference Final, where they will face Milwaukee. And you got to say goodbye to Utah. They gone home as well. And then on top of that, the Brooklyn Nets didn't went home as well. What in the world? <laughs> is, I, I'm going to tell you right now. This was, uh, Did you see the game Saturday night, Unc? Yeah, I did. That I was did. a good game. I, uh, give, I give Kevin Durant Brooklyn all. And, uh, 
Hey man, let me tell you something. Kevin Durant mm. is everything. Everything. I don't don't care what nobody say. Kevin Durant currently in this league right here is the greatest mm-hmm. thing I've seen. He's the best basketball player in the in the world right now, dog. I, Kevin I believe that too, man. I believe Even in a something. loss, this great. dude right here, the minutes he played and what he did, and at the times he did it, when everybody knew he was going to do it, and he did it any damn way. Yeah. 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 You have to give him credit, man. I just think, man, after he hit a shot with six seconds on the clock to tie the game, but he, I, if his shoe size was like two shorter, mm-hmm. they probably would have won. Because it was the tip of his shoe on the line. If he wore a 12. If he wore, if he wore a 10 instead of a 14, they would be, they the one. <laughs> they be going to the finals. They be going. Yeah, we also got to say this, man. Hey, congratulations to the Atlanta Hawks, man. Yes. I, I, this is good for the yeah. city of Atlanta, man. Uh, yeah. Congratulations for the city of Atlanta. Ben Simmons will not be in Philadelphia next year. We know this for sure. <laughs> if you don't know nothing else. If I don't know nothing else, brother, you can't miss well, that many free throws. Well, they have to move. They have to get him out of Philly because it's in his head space. He can't perform. And there are people who would take a Ben Simmons. Yeah. But they got to move him because he, he he's he's not doing well there. He has all the talent, man, but he's in his head. He can't, can't make a free throw. There's no way you should be a th- professional basketball player at 6'8 and be 30% from the free throw line. You might as well put me out yeah. there. Yeah. Uh-uh, that's that's it. you. Yeah, the just hack my out there, You made it. You made three points, remember? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I can shoot 30% from the free throw line. Uh-huh. Yeah. At 64. Oh, wow. Sad, man. Sad. All right, Junior. Thank you, guys. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, what do you regret not doing on your wedding day? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, so June, we all know, is a great big, really big wedding month. And a lot of people are celebrating their anniversaries. Steve, your anniversary is this month. Tommy, you just returned from your anniversary trip. So the question for today is, what do you regret not doing on your wedding day? Who wants to go first, Jay? Oh, I'll go first. I'll go first. Tommy, you want to go? Go ahead, Tommy. I'll go first. I regret not doing it. We didn't do it to the next day. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't happen. It uh-huh. wasn't like in the movies where you pick them up, carry them through the door, and it all happened. It, it didn't go nothing like that. <laughs> too tired. Got in there and both fell asleep. Yeah, too tired. Wow. 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 Too much. You partied too much. You just partied too much, or what? I think what the reception, the weird. It was just overwhelming, man. Uh-huh. Wow. Did you hear me say that? Did you hear my W? Did you hear that? What'd you say? Oh, no. Say it again. And that has an H in it. <laughs> All Over right, come what? on. I said it. Go, go ahead. Come on. Who's Jay, next? Jay, what about you? Jay. Oh, me? What do I regret on my wedding? Yeah, we regret. The answer to what? what is it I regret? Uh-huh. Showing the hell up. Showing <laughs> the hell up. <laughs> Let me tell you. What? On your wedding day? Crazy. Let me just say this. I have much respect for all the ladies I've married. It was me. Steve will tell you and I'll tell you. It was me. Mm -hmm. My daughter said at the wedding, she said, Daddy, 
And I should have took her advice. She said, you ain't got to do this. We can leave right now and have a party. I should have just left right there and just go with my daughter and just hang out. But I regret <laughs> sh- when you're standing right there and you're looking at the guy and you're saying to yourself, this ain't going to, this is not going to work out. Mm. I know. When I'm, I can hear the voice in my head. Like, uh-huh. I know I shouldn't be here. I don't know why I brought all these people here. <laughs> this is I know I'm going to mess this up. And I did. I just completely messed it up. So I regret I showing up. It, yeah, in no in this marriage, I have absolutely none. We had a great day. That's beautiful. It was in Maui. We, it yeah. was one of the best days turned out to be of my life. My second marriage, my deepest regret <laughs> was staying quiet when he said, is there anyone here you? who finds just cause why these two should not be joined? I, I, that, me that being was, quiet. The groom? That you were going to object room, as the yeah, groom? I was, that wasn't I was on you. Thinking about it. <laughs> I just felt like I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be the one to say this. I was waiting on somebody. I oh, thought somebody, somebody to your, say something. Somebody, somebody to help would, me out. Somebody right. would stand up. But nobody did, and um, I regret staying quiet during that particular <laughs> moment. Normally, if you ask me something, I got a response for you right away. <laughs> but he wasn't talking to me exactly. He said, "Is there anyone?" And I was just anybody. looking. You was looking around. Did you turn around? Yeah. I looked over my shoulder. People thought I was joking. I was really looking. He's so crazy. He looked, making sure ain't nobody say nothing. No. I was Dang. looking in hopes of. Just somebody in your wow. family stand up. Somebody. I just re- regretted not tasting the food. I didn't get a chance right. to do that. Yeah. Or dance a little more. I yeah. didn't party, you know. Uh-huh. Shirley, I walked you down the aisle. Yes, you did, sir. Yes. Uh-huh, you did. Thank you. I was grateful to you for that. But um, Can I say how much people don't believe in me getting married? A friend of mine said I invited her to my third wedding. She said... <laughs> Uh, that's okay. I'll catch the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends know you, man. man. They know me. <laughs> Will you do it again, Jay? Hell to the no. Uh-uh, no. Well, Jay, you say it's you. What is it about you? <laughs> oh, man, look it's at the me. time. It's me. It's me. It's me. It is right. me. I can't blame we'll, us on nobody else. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, some sad news out of the White House. President Biden's oldest dog, Champ. Remember Champ? Well, he's passed away now. The German Shepherd was 13 years old. No! The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no, Champ's yeah. dead. Yeah. Yep. Biting all them gone. damn people. <laughs> Champ's gone, yeah. <laughs> Champ was trying to tell him something earlier when he attacked uh-huh. them two uh-huh. people. Champ was trying to, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they released a I statement. I don't feel right in here. Yeah. 
They said they'll miss him always. They love their sweet good boy. As we all know, the Biden family has another dog, Major. Remember Major, also a German Shepherd. He's just three years old. And he's the one, Steve, that had uh, trouble adapting to the White House and bit two people in two separate incidents. That's the one. Oh, man. Oh, I Major probably champ. took Champ out. Major probably took him yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at Major's ass. I'm with y'all. Major did it. Major did yeah. it. Major are you guys dog people? I know you are, Carla. No, no. You hear oh, these yeah, jokes? Uh-huh. So we sound like dog people to you. <laughs> Carla <laughs> is, I know. Well, you had dogs, Steve. Carla, you a dog a person? Dog. You really? You're not, not a dog person. Marjorie's a dog a person. Oh, Marjorie's a dog I'm not person. A dog. I won't hurt a dog, but I'm not a dog person. I won't do anything to a dog, but oh, I'm no. not a dog. Oh, no, I'll never hurt a dog. And I, 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 and I love our dog. Uh-huh. But if we didn't have him, I, not, I don't know. He's going to be all right. No, yeah. I'd be good. I'd be, be good right. like the next day. <laughs> all right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Tell Me Something Good. Here's some good news. Uh, yesterday was Father's Day, of course. And Steve, 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 how busy was your weekend? You hosted young men ages 13 to 18 at the Harvey Foundation Virtual Mentoring Camp. It was special guest Jeezy. Uh, you had a panel discussion called Pass the Pain with Tracy Martin, father of Trayvon Martin, Aubrey Wright, father of Dante Wright, and Michael Brown Sr., father of Michael Brown. How was it, Steve? Uh, first of all, let me thank the three fathers for coming on to sharing sharing their experience of how to get past the pain. It was very open and honest conversation. Uh, uh, we had 37,000 young men joining the Metro weekend this weekend. 37,000. Congratulations, Steve. Uh, Beautiful. Was that panel. And so it was, we touched a lot of boys' lives virtually. Now, uh, the the getting past the pain was one of probably the most effective. Uh, I've done a lot of great speeches with panelists and boys, but I really appreciated the fathers of the slain brothers, slain young men, because a lot of our young men have a lot of anger with the police, and they had a lot of questions of why they kill us, and, 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 and they had a lot of questions about moving past pain, because... A lot of these boys are dealing with the absence of their father, which is like a death to them. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are having issues because they, they've lost loved ones themselves and they needed real answers. And uh, Tracy Martin and uh, Michael Brown Sr. and uh, 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 Brother Dwight Aubrey were very, very insightful. I think the most important piece of it was uh, uh, Devontae's, Aubrey's father, yeah, he admitted mm-hmm. that he wasn't with none of this. That cause he they can't even get uh, an indictment brought down on the police that killed his son. But then Trayvon Martin's father had to admit to him that he said, "Look, we didn't get no justice either." George Zimmerman walked, and Michael Brown, uh, they was no indictment was brought mm-hmm. against this man that killed his son. So I had some really really honest conversations with the three. Brothers, man, we opened up and told, we talked about a lot about this country, about the racism in it. We talked about what young men could do to protect themselves. And Tracy Martin uh, most did the most elegant thing I've ever seen about complying with the police, but then also admitting at the same time 
that even in complying with, comp- with with the police, sometimes even that don't work. So the open conversation that we had was really, 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 really tough, man. It was tough. It was some, it was some tears on them on them cameras, man, with them boys. And so I want I want to thank everybody that joined us for that, man. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day. I'll talk about Father's Day text. Go ahead, Sherry. At 49 minutes after the hour, we'll also have some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, guys, our last break of the day on this Monday after Father's Day. It's been a good day. day. Jay, what you got, man? I have something to say about these people, women especially, who sent out these lazy-ass group Father's Day texts. You can't get any damn lazier than to send 55 daddies a text together. That's just straight laziness. I got one text. It was 172 damn dads. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Elena. That is just damn trifling, lazy. Now, if I sent out a box of candy to 55 moms and say, everybody get a piece out the damn box, you'd be mad. Stop it. It needs to stop. You don't have time to send one individual Happy Father's Day text. 57,000 guys Happy Father's Day. That's lazy. As hell. <laughs> but you're not bitter, though, are you? You're not bitter. Yeah, no, I'm mad. I'm past bitter. I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got a lot of, I appreciate everybody wishing me a Happy Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever gotten a text uh, from a, somebody who wished you happy Father's Day, but you know they ain't really mean it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we got him yesterday. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, man. I mean, look, if you if you don't care about me, not really, not no time doing a year. I ain't heard from you now. You, it's a holiday now. You one of them people that like to send out holiday wishes. Oh, don't send uh-huh. me the thing where I open up and balloons and all this come down, and now I got to search to find out who the hell you is. I didn't even you put are. you as a contact in my phone. I got to go back and read your thread. Man. <laughs> and realize that I haven't responded to this person in four years. And all Everything I have is four happy Father's Days. Uh-huh. That's all. Ain't no Merry Christmas. They don't even know my damn birthday. Uh-huh. Right. Wow. Right. All the text messages on the left-hand side. You ain't sent one on the right-hand side. Yeah, everything on the left. (laughs) I can tell you what I did do, though. I I tell you what I did do. If somebody sent me a real nice Father's Day um, text or emoji, Uh I sent it to other people because that was so good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. You retext? Everybody does I retext it. If it was really nice, I'm like, I'm going to use that one. That is nice. Everybody does. Uh Yeah, we all do that. Yeah, I sent out a good uh, message, man, uh, to fathers. Uh, This is the message that I sent. Uh, A brother sent it to me, to be honest with you. Uh A brother sent it to me, and it was so good that I sent this out to uh, people on Father's Day. And it said, we may not get the material things that we bless our wives and our mothers with on their special days, but we receive the pride that we have built a world where our mothers and children have the ability to thrive because we made all the sacrifices to ensure that they are blessed beyond measure. This is our biggest gift on this Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, sir. Salute. 
a friend of mine sent that to me, and I sent that to several fathers. Nice. And I thought that was a real slick way, man. I was, I've talked to so many fathers on Father's Day, man. It's just so. It's great, man, how many men that I know and I've around this world that I see who actually take pride in being a father. And even though, like the text said, we don't get all the gifts and the special attention that mothers get. And, and I understand why we don't. Because mothers are really, really, really that special. I get it. I get it, man. My mother was more special to me than my father because I had to care for her and protect her and honor her. And my father taught that to me. I was on the text feed with a couple of my boys I grew up with. We the one 12th Street boys. We've been friends for over 60 years. And uh, my boy said something to me, man, that he's never said before. My partner said, and he's 64 years old, he said, I miss my dad, man. And that kind of touched me because, you know, of all the texts we send out, you know, I've never heard my dude say, I miss my dad. And I said, wow, man, I miss mine too. And we used to call each other by our dad's name. My boys called me Slick because that was my dad's name. I called him Rick Bill because that was his dad's name. I called my other boy Pal because that was his father's name. And we were talking today, man. We're, we're, we're old men. And all of us was talking about how much we missed our father. And I said, wow, man, the, the impact that these men had on us still rings today, man. And that, and, that, and, and that was a cool feeling today. And, and, and all we get sometimes as men is just, uh, you know, the, the pride and the sense that we have because we build a world for people. And that's probably the biggest pride that I take that I'm there for my children. And my son gave me a card today. I wish I had bought it over here to the studio so I could read it. But it really touched me, man. He meant a lot to me, my oldest son. He said, man, just thanks for being there. Every time I call you, you ain't never not been there for me. He said, the things I've watched you do and learned from you. And then at the end of the letter, he said, thanks for me and my dad. He said, Steve Harvey. The MF and one and only Steve Harvey. And that meant a lot to me, man, and my oldest son. You know, first of all, that we can talk to each other like this now, you know. <laughs> but he understood because I've said that to him. I said, man, I'm the one and only. And he told me, he said, Dad, they broke the mold with you. There ain't no more. He gave me a classic car card. He said, because you a classic, they broke the mold with you. And I appreciate that. Those words, so if you out there, man, and you have a father, tell him something. Tell him something important like that, because that, that'll go a long way with him. And congratulations to all the fathers out there, especially the ones on this show, Jay and Tommy, that's been doing it for so long the right way, man. Tommy's a great father, too, man. He really is. And so is Jay. So I appreciate being a part of the club. Y'all have a great day, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 